Well, well, well. What's good, ladies look, and gentlemen? Look who decided to show up. Yeah. <laughs> I've been compared to Loki and... Uh, oh, Loki. Than- As a matter of fact, thank you for reminding me. Let's take a look at the poll I put last episode. Nice. Where who I, else did you say? You said Loki. We're about uh, to find out. I'm trying to... You're forgetting the most despicable. Scar. Uh, no, 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 no. Worse than Scar? Worse than anything. The options for the... And remember, people, go on Spotify and there's a poll. Um, and the options for the poll were... And it's actually a three-way tie. Nobody thought you were Thanos level. So, I mean, feel good about that. I actually respect Thanos the most out of the three. The lowest level, I think, of evil of, of all the choices was Scar. So you had 33% of people How say... How could Scar be lower than Loki? Loki wasn't one of the options. Okay, go ahead. That was in the intro. So this, I'm this was the at the end I of the I haven't seen the poll. So uh, 33% of people said you were a Scar level. 33% of people said you were Darth Vader level. And then 33% of people said you were James Corden levels of... Your betrayal was James Corden level of evil. James Corden is... The, the carpool karaoke guy. <laughs> oh, see, that makes me so mad. James Corden? <laughs> level I, I feel of like evil. it was Thanos, if anything. I don't know. But the important thing is you're here now, and now f- till the end of time, when we get to like our 100th episode, I can say, well, technically, I've been on. Right, and I've only been here for nine hours. Exactly. So I'll always be able to hold that over you. And to me, that's the greatest victory of all. <laughs> More power to you. <laughs> but, uh, so what the episode was going to be last week other than the insane ramblings of a man too obsessed with Spider-Man right? Uh, in the throes of COVID, which listening back, I was like, you got to flesh some of those out. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. so no, no, it was good. 2021, we've already gone back the Obro Awards. If you missed that, you know, go back and listen to that and give it a look. 2021 had a lot of highs and a lot of lows. So 2022 for film is looking pretty interesting. It's it is either going to go very well or very poorly. Right. This is what I've compiled a bit of a list here of things that we can look forward to in 2022 in film. Okay. Right in film. Um, and I've got some highlights, and then eventually we're going to go like in order of big things. But some highlights for people who probably listen to this. The number one. I mean, the number one has got to be the Batman. It does look really good. That's got to be the the number one that I'm most interested in. So that was that's leading the charge of the highlights. Right. And I, you know, I don't like when people over exaggerate things or say things without realizing the weight of them. So understand when I say that if this movie is bad, I will shoot myself on this podcast. Good <laughs> God! That understand the the gravity when I say that right. because I got a lot of personal stakes in this one too. You know, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. I'm sick of being the Twilight guy. I'd like to be the Batman guy. Right. So, uh, but no, in, in a serious note, this looks incredible. I've stopped watching, in a rare turn by me, I've stopped watching trailers. <laughs> no, you probably haven't stopped searching Reddit, but you're like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just I like, don't want to visually see it. I don't want to visually see I'd like a, a, a Word document on my phone. To, right. No, but no, I, I do not want this spoiled for me. I'm so pumped. Uh, I think that we are possibly look. I, I I did see an interview yesterday where Robert Pattinson said that uh, to him the movie that has gotten the closest to really nailing who Batman is was Mask of the Phantasm, the animated movie. And I was like, that's all I needed yeah. to hear. Like, 
Yeah. You're going to be the best Batman ever if that's what you think. Like, I'm pretty sure Ben Affleck doesn't even know what Mask of the Phantasm is. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. I Not think, to say Ben Affleck's awesome, but, you know. I think uh, Robert Pattinson's going to do a really good job. I think exactly. he's a really underrated actor. Exactly. And um, Paul Dano or whatever. Paul Dano's the Riddler. Incredible. Great, yeah. Uh, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. I Looks like awesome. It. Yeah. Uh, uh, I like the ca- um, Colin Firth. As the penguin. Doesn't even look like Colin Firth. Just absolute insanity. It's not Colin Firth. It's Colin Colin Farrell. Farrell. Colin Firth is. Colin Firth is the. um, Kingsman guy. And yeah, the president's. Or the king's speech. Is that the. Yeah. Good God. Yes. Because he has a speech impediment. Correct. Yes. Not insulting anybody. Just saying. We all stutter over our words. Right. Um, I've done it maybe a few times on the pod. Now. An intelligent man would edit that out of the podcast. I don't think I will. So next we go into another movie that I'm very excited about on the highlights. And that is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. What do you feel about this? Uh, I had no idea about his existence. Have you seen Into the... You're putting this above... uh... Well, now it's not as much of an order. This is just kind of... I was about to say you're putting this above Doctor Strange. Hold up. Uh... Um, But... I have no interest whatsoever. So if Did you watch like the first to, one? Yeah, I watched about 10 minutes of it. It's a pretty fantastic movie. Uh, maybe in your opinion. I've never liked Miles Morales. This made me like Miles Morales. I mean, mine, my opinion has nothing to do with Miles Morales. It's just like, I don't want to watch an MCU movie, much less a cartoon. Next we have Thor, Love and Thunder. Thor, Love and Thunder. That's the new Thor movie. Yeah, um, it could be good. We've got... This this one, to me, has the biggest chance of this is either going to be the worst movie I've ever seen or it's going to be awesome. Because it's Taika, pros, Taika Waititi, mm-hmm. fantastic uh, director. Um, Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher. Yeah, that, that excites That's, me. Especially because, I don't know, and I don't want to spoil it for you, as a guy who's read the comic books, Gore the God Butcher is one of the most intense villains ever. So it's like, man, if they do Gore the God Butcher right... Which they won't, because it's Marvel. We never know, because I think Christian Bale... I think they can do it. I think he can, um, without speaking these words or without doing these actions, I think because of the type of actor he is, he can convey a certain intensity, but they're not going to allow that intensity to exist in an MCU movie. I am worried that... Because Taika Waititi is a very comedic driven. Well, I don't know. He did that Hitler movie, so maybe not. But it's a funny movie though. Uh, but doesn't they have like Rabbit? doesn't his mom like kill himself or something? His mom kill himself. Kill herself. Uh, she does. Yes, but spoiler alert for, for Jojo, Jojo Rabbit. Rabbit. I haven't seen it. I want to watch it. It's good. Um, for some reason I thought Jim Gaffigan was in it, but I think that's he inaccurate. is. I think he's in Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, I think so. Maybe well, he's now, not. Now I gotta watch it. Let me see. Continue speaking. Um. Anyway, so yeah, and this may get me some flack, but I'm very nervous about the introduction of Jane Foster Thor, because if they go the Captain Marvel route of I'm just powerful because I'm powerful, like that's gonna be yeah super annoying. Um, I'd prefer if they'd go like the Scarlet Witch approach, where it's like no, you earn the power or the Yelena. Go ahead. Jojo, he's not Jojo Rabbit. He's in that uh, Girl Scout movie. Ah, yes, similar, very similar. Very Adolf similar. Hitler, Girl, Girl Scouts, Scouts. the okay. Nazi regime. 
Understood. At least the Nazis took no for an answer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they actually <laughs> I don't didn't. think they did, actually. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it. They actually did not. They actually, in fact, did not. And they didn't even have cookies. You think so? You think that process went like, can we take you from your homes? No. All right. All right. Sorry. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> have a good one. Mazel tov. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway, so straight from that into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which I'm very excited for. In, within the pretense of it being a Marvel movie. Because when I use the word excitement, I want to always... Preface. Preface to say, look, now, we're talking MCU. So I'm not excited on the level of, like, excitement. I'm lo- excited on the level of, like... I'm not going to walk oh, into incoming okay. traffic. Now, because yes, yes. I think there's a pretty good possibility we may be seeing Magneto. We may be seeing Hugh Jackman's yeah, Wolverine. I think we'll see Nicolas Cage, possibly. Oh, man, that'd be insane. As the writer of Ghosts. Nicolas Cage Ghost We could writer. see whatever weird French uh, guy. is Ben Mr. Affleck Daredevil. Weird French guy, Mr. Fantastic. Uh, the guy from the Mozart movie? Or the yeah. Amazing Grace movie. Um. We could see... He'd be good. I'd Chris Evans, Human Torch. Human Torch. We there was another see... person they were saying that's the current MCU. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is Iron Man. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard a lot of weird stuff That'd be about insane. that. I don't like Tom Cruise. As anything, My question is how, actor. like, Tom Cruise is Iron Man. I mean, I feel like Tom Cruise would be like, let's build, like, a real arc reactor, and then, like, I'll just, like, I'll bite it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? Like... What a creeper. Yeah. What... Um, don't look too deep into Tom Cruise. I like him on the surface level. I don't like to dig too deep because it's scary. So well, I don't like him in anything. Like I watched Jack Reacher, and I was like watching. I'm like, dude, I like him, and he's good in Edge of Tomorrow. Just let me put it this way: when the whole um, Tom Cruise versus Justin Bieber MMA fight thing was talk being talked about, I watched. I a didn't lot, even know. I watched a lot of MMA. Justin Bieber would have put Tom Cruise away. You think so? By the second round. I'd pay to watch Tom Cruise fight Justin Bieber. I don't think you'd be happy with the result. Who would you... Okay. This famous celebrity person. Mm-hmm. Like, not like an actual fighter. This is an aside. Who would you most... Like, if God came down and said, Ethan, I shall let you choose the next person that gets to fight Jake Paul. Who would you pick? Can't be a fighter at all? I would... Like, let's make it interesting. Let's make it somewhat... Like, they get time to train. How much time? A year. Hmm. I feel like... And they're a celebrity and they can't be a fighter. Right. Hmm. They can be a celebrity with like fighting experience or maybe like fighting as like a secondary thing. They have to primarily be known as like a celebrity. I'm trying to think here. Oh man, this is a tough one. I feel I feel like in his prom I would have liked to watch Wesley Snipes just eat his ear or something. Like he, I don't think he would have won the yeah. fight, but he would have like destroyed his body in some in way. In his prom, because Wesley Snipes is a legitimate crazy person, right? Uh, in his prom, Chuck Norris, kickboxing Ooh. world champion. I would take Chuck Norris in his prom. What about Thor Bjornsson, the guy who plays the mountain? I don't think he beats Jake Paul in a boxing match. You don't think he could beat him in a fight? He's too slow. Oh, you're talking about an MMA fight? Okay, this is what I'm imagining. We put the two of them into like a cage and there's no rules and we just say go. Oh, yeah. I mean, Chuck Norris would beat him. Thor Bjornsson would beat him. Um, There's an insane list of people that would beat him if that was the case. um, Like insane list. I'd want Keanu Reeves to get to fight him with a gun. I'm down for that. Just shoot him head on. You know, like, no. But we'll think about this. All right. Let me... 
Jake T. Austin. <laughs> I'm taking going Jake toe Paul to toe now. in the ring. One thing people don't realize is Jake Paul was a serviceable wrestler in high school. His brother was a state champion, but he was a serviceable. And now he wrestles my sanity. Right. Because, and my morality. Uh, not so much me. I've, I've made a decision. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, for me, He's it's a like. scumbag. It's like, you know, remember in Spider-Man 3 when Edward Brock goes into the church and says, you know, I want you to kill Peter Parker. That, that, that's basically every time I enter a church now with Jake Paul. <laughs> because of Jake Paul. Like the pastor's like, does anyone need any prayer requests? Not the Jake Paul death guy. Like anybody else. <laughs> oh um, my gosh. Yeah, he's he's rough. But under the, the, the circumstance you just gave, I can think of 15, 20 Do you people. think Logan Paul, given a year, could beat Jake Paul in a fight? In a fight... And just like a bare knuckle brawl. Yeah, I mean Logan Paul beat him right now. You think so? He's a much better wrestler, yeah. But you think Jake Paul's a better boxer? Yeah, not by much, but yeah. I wouldn't say much better, no. Cause I feel like Logan Paul has turned himself around a little bit. Logan Paul is the better person, the better athlete, the better wrestler, and just a little bit not as good at boxing. Hmm. I mean, if they and fought each other, they'd probably go to the Seeing how the universe works, though, whoever Jake Paul fights would, like, come down with, like, crippling diarrhea, like, the moment yeah. the bell rings or something, you know what I mean? The yeah. way the universe does Luck is definitely on his side. I yes. Um, or I'd like to think, like, a blood pact with some sort of, like... Probably. Daedric Prince or something like that. But, <laughs> the PEDs uh, probably don't hurt either. Exactly. So, back to the movies. Yeah. The next one, uh, Ethan, I hope you're sitting down. Because the hierarchy of power in the DC universe may very well be about to change. Yes. We're talking Black Adam. <laughs> Not a fan. Have you heard that that's literally every time he's ever promotes that movie? Since, I think, like, 2015, he'll go, the hierarchy of power is about to change in the DC universe. He's like, such... every single time Look, that they ask him a question. like I think it should be, <laughs> if it's not sticking a needle in your arm... Showing your cheat meals or working out or being really bad at acting. The Rock shouldn't be allowed he to speak. He seems like a nice guy. He shouldn't be allowed to speak. He's no Terry Crews. I like Terry Crews. I love Terry Crews. But here's my the question. The thing about Terry Crews is Terry Crews, first of all, wonderful guy. And it, it, I don't hear Terry Crews, everything he ever says is well, hard work, hard work, hard work, hard work. So you think Terry Crews also? Terry Crews, 100%. Are you kidding? Yes, Terry Crews is on steroids. Okay. I still don't know. And here's my question, kids. Here's something I've never quite understood. Right. So, growing up, you know, when we'd hear steroids, you'd be like, oh, my God, steroids. Right. Like, and it was like, the it was it was almost like the black spot from, like, Treasure Any Island. Act, let me give it to you this way. Any actor, superhero movie, Robert Pattinson, Chris Hemsworth, Pride of the Thor, those guys are all on PD. But what does it do to you, is my question. Like, what are the negative side effects? So, I, the PD... We know the small... Yeah. Small penis. Like, we know about that part. But the, the PDs I know more about are, like, EPO and stuff like so that. So, there's different ones. It's not just, like, there's one thing. No. Yeah, it's all different. There's okay. trend and a bunch of different stuff. I don't know anything really about trend. I just know the only things that I know well enough to comment on is what things are naturally attainable. And the, okay. the Rock's physique is not naturally attainable. Even now, genetically, he's a freak. I'm not saying I could do as much steroids as I want. I'm never going to look like the Rock. Yeah. So genetically, he's a freak, and he works hard. You know, In a good way, he's like a good freak. Yeah, he's a good freak. Yeah. And he works super hard. Not like a circus clown. Right, yeah. Like, and he works super hard to work out and everything. 
But without the steroids, he's not going to look like he looks. So, because, I like like I said, I feel like growing up, steroids was always like this thing where it was like, oh my gosh, this guy's a monster. He does steroids. Yeah, but like every is, pro wrestler does steroids. So like all it, of us. So, it's more like, like what are, like it doesn't do something like irreversible to you. I mean, it, there's some things that it does bad for sure. Like, okay. Um, with EPO, the one I know the most about, they still don't know what it does to you, and people take it anyway. Good lord. <laughs> yeah. Um, but trend and stuff like that, I don't know what. I'm sure the adverse effects. All those crazy bodybuilders all die really young, so there's got to be something wrong there. Yeah, it's a little. So, hmm. And like Ronnie Coleman can't walk, and like he won Mr. Olympia a couple times. So how do people like Terry Crews? He's been well, he's not on while. Ronnie Coleman's level. You think he's on like the lowest one, probably? He's probably not taking as much trend as Ronnie Coleman was. Okay. Or Ronnie Coleman probably wasn't taking trend. He's probably taking something completely out different. But So, like, when you're watching an interview and Hugh Jackman says, like, oh, I didn't I didn't drink water for, like, why am I doing, like, a Boston accent for Hugh Jackman? Yeah, no let's, let's work on an Australian. Yeah. Is he like, good day, mate. Like, I didn't, I didn't drink any water for, like... Three days. He's on steroids. If that's a so, question. so it's not like a. I just eat a lot and don't drink water. And then well, no, like it me. is. That's the thing. I'm saying it's diet. Mm-hmm. It would be diet working out, and I'm not a specialist in any of this, but it would be diet working out, um, and steroids. But these people's physiques are the craziest thing you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, Hugh Jackman. Like Hugh Jackman's physique in the Wolverine is the craziest thing I've yeah. ever seen in my like life. Like how like. Not like mass, so right. much just like definition. Like, so yeah, he drained see. himself. I'm sure he drained himself of water and cut weight really bad, and also did steroids and worked out. And do you think Henry Cavill did steroids in Man of Steel? See his physique, and I've I watched. This is about to sound really weird. I watched a TikTok where these two guys that are like uh, they're nutritionalists, and one of them is like a bodybuilder of some kind, and they like they have a their whole TikTok is just them saying whether they think people are natty or not. And they don't take Henry Cavett. For the uninitiated, natty means like natural. natural. They don't take okay. steroids. And he doesn't think that Henry Cavill takes see, to steroids. See, because like you can look at it and... He's not super defined. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't, you can't like see his abs etched yeah. into his... Yeah. Like it's just... He's just more big. He's got a lot of mass. And yeah. like if he stood next to Rock, he's not as big Small. as Rock. Yeah. Yeah. So like... I'm, so, I'm sorry this has become like a steroid episode, but I'm just trying to figure this out. So Chris Pratt... Right, definitely. And ah, so he, in Guardians of the Galaxy, when he went from like big, he Andy, probably was on steroids. You think he did steroids? I don't know that, but probably yeah. It's just the transformation so quick. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Especially when people go from like from the machinist to even Batman Begins. That's not a. I mean, it's a good physique, but it's not like a. Oh my god. Yeah, but it's more of like a mass. It's less. He 100 like percent had to get on something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because your body. You don't think that you don't think they just dug deep inside themselves? No. Found, found I know. a power they didn't know was there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't think so. Here's but my, like MMA is a great example. These guys are some of the best athletes on the in the world. They don't look like that, and most of them don't look like that. There's a couple of them that do. Yeah. And the and first of all, they're probably on something, and they just yeah. haven't popped yet. But uh, Rosie O'Donnell, do you think she does steroids? Or I think she's on like some kind of livestock steroids. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, what about Goku? I feel like Goku. That's more he's of like an saying. inner power. Yeah, right? he's that's not like, real, so he's probably not. Uh, I mean, he probably is nanny. You know what's funny about this is a quick aside about Dragon Ball. 
I found out that apparently the reason they yell so much when they transform is because the energy within their body is ripping through their skin. Nice. Pretty painful. Um, <laughs> the worst TikTok account I've ever seen is a guy who takes anime characters and says whether their physique is attainable. I feel like that's pretty... I just want to punch that guy in the face as <laughs> yeah, as it's I like, can. Is every episode, no. And then on to the <laughs> Well, next this one? guy, no. This, I mean, I've never watched anime unless you consider Dragon Ball Z. The most, probably the most popular anime. And I don't consider it anime. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Uh, let's... Worry <laughs> that's where we, snowballed. No, I'm happy. I'm more than happy to talk about steroids. So... <laughs> Again, I would like to to uh, give a disclaimer. I am a specialist in physiques, not at all. Steroids, not at all. I think what you what, I was, I, let me, if you will, I'd like to speak for on your behalf. Yeah, just as like a representative of some kind. Well, I think what you're saying is any actor who you said was on steroids, if if you want to dispute this, come and fight you. Like is what you're saying. Definitely in a bare knuckle brawl. I, I I'm cool like irrefutable. Like Times Magazine can publish this, that these people are on steroids. I, um, I I agree. I don't think there's many of them that are that I got to worry. That's about. one of the dream people I want on the podcast. By the way, I've got a list of three three right. dream team picks of mm-hmm. people I want on the podcast. Right? Obviously, Jake T. Austin. I'm of not course. a fool. Yeah. Secondarily, Keanu Reeves. Love him. I loved, and then Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill seems Henry like Henry Cavill would be guy. awesome. We could like, I don't know, but um, so yeah, that's all we have to say about Black Adam. Moving on to <laughs> yeah, that's all we have to say about <laughs> steroids. I mean, Black Adam, Black Adam the movie. Moving on to the Flash, or what I like to call it, untitled Batman movie featuring the Flash. Right, because everything we hear about it is like, oh my gosh, this Batman character's in it. Oh yeah, and I guess the Flash. Which I mean, to be fair, uh, this is the one with Michael Keaton. This is Mike. Okay, so it's like Michael Keaton. These are the confirmed ones. Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck, uh, like a new Supergirl, and then there's two Barry Allen flashes. Nice. And from what I understand, I think the main Barry... And, and here's the thing. This was the weirdest trailer I'd ever seen, right? But I'm, <laughs> I'm a little concerned because they've given away the plot, right? Yeah. Because I was watching it. And first off, it looks very shoddily done. Especially for like a multi-million dollar movie, you know? And so I'm watching it, and here's Barry Allen in front of the camera, right? But he's dressed all weird. And this woman approaches him, right? And then next thing you know, Barry Allen picks this woman up and choke slams her on the ground. And I'm thinking... You're lying. And I'm thinking... You're making this up because you did that in real life. I'm thinking clearly this is the reverse flash or something, right? Like he's being framed. You're making this up. And the craziest thing is that like, yeah, I just thought, what a weird way to market this movie. What are you talking about? And the, the you're such an idiot. I just don't understand. You're talking about Ezra Miller. You're gonna paint your hero Real as like a guy who choke slams women. Like, oh my god. My favorite thing about that is no consequences whatsoever. Yeah. He's all right. Johnny Depp's wife beats him up, and he doesn't get to be Jack Sparrow. Doesn't just anymore. beat him up. Chops his finger. Chops off. his finger off. Poops in his bed. You know, does like that, and like. He can't be Jack Sparrow anymore. Ezra Miller literally chokeslams a woman on film. And they're just like, so there's going to be two of you now. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, so. um, (laughs) Looks pretty good. It looks all right. looks all right. Uh, I'd like to whisper something in it, and I won't use any kind of language. I'll cover my ears. F Michael Keaton. You say you wanted to F Michael Keaton? No, I meant uh, that I don't like him. I think he sucks. Kids, I, when I said F Michael Keaton, I meant Frick Michael Keaton. 
I thought you meant you were going to give him a failing grade in the class. I'd give him, if there was an, if I was an acting teacher and he came to me, I'm talking about the other kids in the class are like, um, the original guy from the room or whatever that movie's called. Uh, Tommy was so. Tommy was so. Here's here's what I'm picturing. You give Michael Keaton. This is what I think you were trying to say. Once yeah. again, if I could speak for you, I'd rather you know Michael Keaton. You give him an F in your class, then you know you know school passes, and you say, Mr. Keaton, meet me in my office. And he comes in and he get knocks on the door, knock knock knock, and goes, Mr. Ethan, uh, you wanted to see me, and you say, just close the door behind you, Michael. And he closes the door, right? And he's like, I'd like to talk to you about this F that I gave you. And then you tell him there's one way we could turn this up into an A. No, I roll into a hill hook. (laughs) What happens is he tries to come on to me. My gosh. And I roll into a hill hook to protect my honor as a teacher. Mm -hmm. I must must tear his meniscus. Why is old Michael Keaton going to the school? What is the... I'm not sure. He is researching for a role. He is researching. He's about to play a young boy. Who yep. tries to take advantage of his history teacher? Interesting. Slash one course a year acting teacher, <sighs> and that is of course me. And you know, in the end, he gets his MCL torn. Fascinating. Is he on the juice? Is Michael Keaton on steroids? Yeah. If steroids did something that made you look similar to Michael Keaton, I don't think we'd ever have to worry about anybody taking steroids. I love Michael Keaton. I will not. I think Michael slander. Keaton looks like a hairless ferret. <laughs> so you're saying you don't believe Michael Keaton as billionaire playboy philanthropist Bruce Wayne? Well, <laughs> no. We'll just go. No, I'm trying to not go too far on this. Now, here's the part that I know everybody's probably going to ask. So I'm going to go ahead and get this figured out. Jake T. Austin has some projects coming up in 2022. Does he really? He really does. Um, a movie called Black Friday, and this is what we know about it, right? It is a thriller. Uh, the plot is I'm un- already thrilled. The plot is unknown at this time, but I'm assuming it'd have something to do with the holiday Black Friday. Right. Uh he is playing a character named Joe. <laughs> and with all that, I think it's okay. I mean, we may as well just slot this in for Oscar consideration. I, was about to say. Right? I mean, go ahead and I mean, we could watch Eddie Redmayne, you know, dye his hair a different color again, or we could give it to a true thespian. Absolutely. Jake T. Austin Jake as T. Austin. Joe. Um and then here's the biggest disappointment for me. I thought Oppenheimer was coming out in 2022. Who's playing Oppenheimer? And I'm a sad boy. Do you know what Oppenheimer is? Of course. Christopher Nolan movie. And let me Who give you... Let me get, well, let me give you this cast. The key role. Let me give you this insane cast. Oh, uh, yes. Christopher Nolan directing, by the way, who's... Gosh, all of his movies Phenomenal. are incredible. You got Robert Downey Jr. Never been in the... That's insane. Who's Christopher Nolan and... I don't know who he's playing. But uh, then Emily Blunt. No. Nice. Right? Killian Murphy. Nice. Matt Damon. Whatever. Matt Damon's a great actor. Rami Malek. Right? Great actor. And my God, it's Florence Pugh. Nice. And you know I simp That's ha- the full cast. You know I simp hard for Florence Pugh. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> and man. I simp even harder for Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> uh, great. But uh, yeah, like that movie, we'll talk about it more, you know, in, the look in a year from now. But man. That Phenomenal cast. is going to be incredible. There is one more cast member, and you know what? I'm not going to bes- like. I saw this when I was looking on IMDb. I will not uh, beseech this man because this guy clearly took it upon himself. He must be like a like a small part in the movie 
to add himself to the cast list because you can do that on uh, <laughs> IMDb. And I feel like uh, this a man with this much power <laughs> and, and respect for himself has to. His name is Benny Safty, and not only that, he also is being listed as playing Edward Teller. Thank so, you, Mister Safty. So Benny, genuinely. I think it's awesome that you've done this. Your slag uh, is undeniable. He's an actor and director. Did he direct the movie Uncut Gems? No way. You're over here talking like this guy works at he Walgreens. <laughs> he directed Uncut uh, Gems. Anyway, so Florence Pugh is playing Gene Tatlock. Right. Killian Murphy's playing Oppenheimer. Nah. Uh, Matt Damon is playing Lieutenant, Lieutenant, Lieutenant General Leslie Grove. And um, that Robert, doesn't sound like a Nazi name. Robert Downey Jr. is playing Louis Strauss. So he's the Nazi. He's the Nazi. Um, dude, you, oh, dude, I bet he's playing the villain. I bet you're That's right. going to be pretty crazy. It will be great. Robert Downey Jr. is a villain with, oh man. Okay. So anyway, now I've got, I've got like a buy release list now. Mm-hmm. Now we're going by release here. And you know, an intelligent man would have put the dates down but i didn't do that so instead just know that these are like one after the other Your lack of intelligence is highlighted on this podcast. exactly uh covid is still ravaging my brain That's what <laughs> it is. Uh, uh, i got a couple more spider-man bitches at the end of this <laughs> that are gonna make the rest of us look like uh, a gold standard so we're starting off with uncharted but looks um i like that they have mark Wahlberg. exactly who you know playing mark Wahlberg, resident old korean man attacker <laughs> Mark Wait, Wahlberg. he attacked an old Korean man? Are you serious? <gasps> Is there a video of this? This was a, so when he was like 17, and this, I hate to do this to Mark Wahlberg because I don't dislike him at all, but he, um, I was watching this video, um, and it was like crimes you didn't know celebrities committed. Uh-huh. When he was like 17, he attacked a Korean man and like beat him with a pool stick, I think. Is this on film? I don't think so. <sighs> I mean, I mean, poor Korean guy, of course, but man. Marky Mark. Let's see Marky Mark beat a calf with a pool stick. Um, um, but uh, all that to say, I'm not sure I got that information correct. Don't send me a cease and desist. Of course. And then, Mr. Walberg. And then, of course, we have the eternal boy trying to convince everyone that he is a man. Tom Holland playing True. Nathan Drake. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah. Is Nathan Drake the main character from Uncharted? Yes. I don't buy that at all. Exactly. Which I like Tom Holland. Like my favorite thing Tom Holland's ever done is that Netflix movie where he's like, you got time for a senior pastor? And it's like, you, like, dude, you look like you're four. Like, <laughs> yeah. He like shaved his head. Robert Pattinson's like, like uh, I believe you're supposed to be in the daycare center. Yeah, we're going to walk you. Does your, does your dad or mom know you're here, boy? He's like, Man. Robert Pattinson, who in that movie is a rapist. Is like, oh my gosh. Wait. He's like, hold up. Hold up, sonny. Uh... Uh. Anyway, so yeah, I actually think it looks pretty cool. Uh, I'm hoping it's gonna be good. I like the part with the plane where the stuff is falling <laughs> with out. the plane with the plane. Uh, I I, I like plane. <laughs> plane look good sky. Uh, it looks. There's the whole joke about not understanding uh, the guy's accent. Nice. So so uh, they're gonna have some nice little quips. Racism there. is what I call it. But you know whatever. You <laughs> well, want. you could also say nice quip racism. <laughs> racism. I get them both. You know. Uh, and then next we have uh, 
Downton Abbey, A New Era. And I'm assuming you've already bought your tickets. I believe we can go ahead and skip that. You've already bought your tickets, I'm assuming? Never seen the show. Uh, never will. Personally. These, these tickets are probably already sold out, you understand. I mean, the, our best chance would be getting something like on the front row. And that's a, that's a hard maybe. Right. I'm going to take a guess at what Downton Abbey is about, having never seen a second of it. All right? Right. Um, I'm imagining... Clearly, someone's named Abby. I thought I've always thought that because I thought it was downtown Abby. Downtown and she was like Abby. a hooker. Well, and that was the whole show. It was like, you know, guys like, who do I need to see? And he's like, go find, go down. find downtown Abby. Tell them you're looking for downtown. So Abby. you were you were ready, and then you got on the show, and you're like, it's just a bunch of old British people. Yeah, it's, I was like, I was expecting like maybe like a show where John Bernthal is a father that's lost his son. Or daughter, and he just looking, turns out looking for that. Um, you know, he needs to fill that protective void, and who he chooses to do that with is local prostitute downtown, downtown Abbey. Now, uh, yeah, and then it's it's like a show about, and everyone I know, so many people are like, "Oh, if you watch it, you'll love it. It's incredible." I've seen little snippets, and it's a, it's just a bunch of like, "Well, you know, the queen will be at, upon the drawbridge tomorrow." And uh, did you yeah. prepare the catering? And they're like, "I did not prepare the, the prepare the catering." And then the next guy's like, "Well, then perhaps the queen shall not have what she desires." And I'm like, <laughs> I have found that if it's not a sitcom and someone doesn't die every episode, I'm not interested. In yeah, TV I mean, was. it's basically like take a good show like uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm looking at The Mandalorian. Right? Right. Remove all the action, the uh, special effects, the thrilling components, <laughs> the enjoyable components, the acting. <laughs> the, yeah, uh, but no, it's got the lady from Harry Potter in it. Oh, I've never seen those. McGonagall. Um, I th- I think that's the way. Certain people pronounce McConaughey. McConaughey. It's Matthew McConaughey is the lead McGonagall. character. It's a new era because Matthew McConaughey is the main <laughs> character. Is now an elderly British Yeah. Woman. He's like, a queen's going to have to wait, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, next we have... Okay, I feel kind of bad about this. I wrote this down and I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's called The Lost City. Uh and I'm not going to look it up. I like to leave the mystery because it's lost. Right. I like that. That's. Let's just say it's a movie um, where... <laughs> I really have no idea why I wrote this. We're going to say it's a movie where David Schwimmer... Yep, of course. ...from Friends. And then Rob Schneider. And Rob Schneider are cousins. Mm-hmm. And they find out that their grandfather discovered Atlantis. The Lost City. But in order... To unlock the key, he made it where his two grandsons pit against each other. One has to spill the other's blood in front of the lost city. I like that. Alternative movie. (laughs) It's a city in like Iowa or something where it's like a, it's a horror movie because every time you enter the city, it's like everybody in the town is like, have you watched Lost before? And you're like, I don't I don't want to. They're like, no, no, it's the best show you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> and you're like, no, I'd prefer not to. And it's like they won't leave you alone so while watching just Lost. any city in America. So basically it's like the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah. like encapsulated. Any city in America in 2006. Yeah, it's like, I, I love when people pitch Lost. Like the ending is the worst thing you've ever seen. But it's the rest of the yeah. show. Is, Look, yeah. you watch past the first 45 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> 
Then, like, the plane crash is pretty good. And then, like, the first season's pretty good. And then, like, season two is bad and season three is bad. There's an episode of season four that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, gosh. And then, I, oh. That was a pretty demented grandfather thing. He's trying to have his grand one of his grandsons kill the other one to find the lost city. I mean, I'm who would pay that movie. grandfather? Uh, Donald Sutherland. Oh, my gosh. Is that his name? I almost said Bill Paxton, but that would be it grim thing <laughs> bill pa- don't ever do bill paxton like that He's we dead. can make fun of a lot of dead celebrities not, not bill, bill paxton. paxton i'm not making fun of it. i'm saying why would you disturb a man's grave betty why uh, you can say what you want bill paxton no on that note of dead celebrities uh no i, I didn't look at what i was transitioning to now i feel bad so we also have sonic the hedgehog too <laughs> that was a rough transition which did you watch the first one um I like to think of myself as an adult man. See, so I've not seen. I'm an adult man with a child's soul, right? But not in a weird way. Uh, <laughs> not, with a, not that I need to go. Not to like Catholic way, in like a fun, <laughs> loving way. But uh, anyway, uh, it, I liked it a lot. Jim Carrey was like super fun in it. He he gave like a very like early Jim Carrey performance right. where he's just having a good time. And this so one, it's almost like he isn't a crazy person in it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it was really fun. And then now they're adding Idris Elba as Knuckles. Nice. I did the see that. In is it is he called like an in enchanada? In what's Knuckles called? He's like Knuckles the What the, is Tails? The animal? I don't know. But I know what you mean. Tails is like a fox, right? With just he just has two propeller tails. Yes, I believe. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know. Well, You've been a lot of help in this. I know, man. That's what I hear. <laughs> Next, we have Fantastic Beasts subtitles. How many faces does this mean wizard have? Because they've recast Johnny Depp, who originally was Colin Farrell, and then they made him Johnny Depp. And now he's going to be Mads Mikkelsen. Okay, you can't. I can't hate on Matt. I don't like Harry Potter in any way, shape, form, fashion. But I can't hate on anybody casting Mads Mikkelsen. Anyway, moving forward on to The Northman. I'm very very excited for Me this. Me too. And I, I didn't think you would have heard about it, so I had a lot of useless knowledge that you already know. Because so, it's the director of The Lighthouse. Right. And, yeah, it looks good, man. Alexander Skarsgård. Like Alexander Skarsgård. Willem Dafoe. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think the only way they could have improved this movie is I want to see a film. Hear me out. Where we get... And this would have been a perfect place to do it. The father... Mm-hmm. Imagine in this Norse story, the father is what's his dad's name? Bill Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård. No, that's the little brother. You sure? Hundred percent. So with an S. Stel- He's in Thor. Stalin Skarsgård. Not Stalin. Stalin. Joseph Stalin is Stalin Skarsgård. Is the dad? He's the guy from Thor. Perhaps. Um, Alex or. Is it Alexander Skarsgård? Yes. Is the masculine, strong fighter brother. And Bill Skarsgård is like the mischievous troublemaker. They are all actually related. My God. And Bill's the little brother, obviously. Clearly. Is he a clown? 
He's not a clown. He's maybe a court, not even a court no. jester. Maybe a, you know what I'm saying? Just that kind of vibe. He's a fighter. He kills. You know what I thought this movie was going to be when I watched the trailer for the first time? What's Because he's a Viking, right? They throw him in this little thing and like his uncle kills his dad or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, so I'll kill him. I will, you know, avenge you, father. I'll kill. And he's just rowing. And I thought, you know, he'd be like, and he rowed until he couldn't Got row to anymore. North America. Whatever. North America. There's a movie already about gets that. Gets the Native Americans. and Comes goes, back. You're gonna help me kill my uncle, and then the Native Americans go. So, like, are we gonna get some land here or something? Yeah, and then they slaughter him. <laughs> that's what really happened in history. Yeah, um, uh, he's like, "Thanks for helping me kill my uncle." Now, men who are loyal to me attack. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, it just looks like a lot better done version of the show Vikings so yeah. far, which I like the show Vikings. Yeah, I've never watched it. Um, <laughs> it's pretty good. Next, we have The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Have you heard about this? I'm going to go with a no. That's the movie where Nicolas Cage is playing himself. And Have you not heard about this? And that's oh, how, dude, is that so a self-description. Yeah, the movie is called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. It's about Nicolas Cage gets hired by Pedro Pascal, the guy who plays the Mandalorian. Yeah. But it's not really him. It's I know like Pedro character. Pascal, uh, buddy. He's hired by like this rich billionaire guy. And Nicolas Cage is like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this, but they offer him a ton of money. And when he gets there, all of a sudden, like this, this like these people show up and start killing people. And Nicolas Cage has to be like, I got to keep this guy safe. But he's actually playing Nicolas Cage. So the actor Nicolas Cage is going to be killing folks. Oh yeah, I get killing behind that, them. and that's believable with him. Exactly. I uh, that's another guy, dude. I'd love to have Nicolas Cage on here. Seems like a great guy. Could you imagine? He genuinely does. Um, that looks fun. Uh. Next, we have DC League of Super Pets. I watched... Have you seen that round table? Sorry, just for a second. No, no that, please. The newest uh, round table that has like actors round table with Nicolas Cage and Peter Dinklage and no, oh my Andrew Garfield. It's good, but I can see in Nicolas Cage's eyes that he wants to smack Peter Dinklage in the face. I want to smack Peter Dinklage. Have you heard all this stuff he's been saying he's about Game of Thrones? What an idiot. He also was like... Of course, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Of course, you'll call it dwarves, won't you? And I'm like, you realize it was like Germanic folklore yeah. for what you. Like, idiot. what a moron. Uh, uh, we were on DC. DC League of Super Pets. Now, Dude, yeah. Crypto the Superdog, played by your favorite, The Rock. You're lying. I promise, playing Crypto the Superdog. Oh and then my Bat. Gosh. Does remember, this man. Remember, I just wish he'd respect himself. Did you remember Ace the Bat Hound? Yes. Played by, guess, 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 Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart playing Ace of Bat. Right. And then I believe Wonder Woman's being played by. It's like her kangaroo, I think. She has a kangaroo in the comics. I don't know if that's what actually is. But yeah, not too thrilled about. Kevin Hart playing Ace the Bat Hound. But, you know, other than that, yeah. whatever. Um, I mean, why wouldn't a dark, shadowy character have a laughable, yeah, hilarious like a, dog? Yeah, why would, like, uh, it's just so dumb. Anyway, so yeah, there's that one. And then we have Jurassic World Dominion. I actually think that looks cool. Looks pretty cool. This is, it's picking up on that la- where it lasts. Exactly, but let's be real. Yeah. If this happened in real life, it'd take us... I'd say three days to kill all the dinosaurs. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, we would just be yeah. like, hey, some dinosaurs got like, out. I own a gun that could kill a dinosaur. Yeah, like, like, it's um, not like a... Uh, but yeah, it looks pretty good. Co- like, dude, Sam Neill's coming back. Yeah, I do like that. Good old uh, Sammy. Laura Dern is coming yeah. back. Um, of course, 
The Jeff, Legend Jeff of Goldblum. Zelda. You see Jeff Goldblum <laughs> yeah, on the Edge of Mind? Jeff Goldblum. Um, he is coming back? He's coming back. Nice. Um, I think that's all. Because John Hammond is dead. Man, rip. That sucks. Is the guy who played... It's <laughs> not the magic word. Is that guy dead? He died in the movie. He did die in the film. He got killed by that. So acids. did Samuel L. Jackson. To be fair, we only saw a hand. So maybe... Ja- <gasps> Dude. Okay, 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 okay. Everybody zoom in. Okay? Pitch me this idea. Dude. Jurassic World Dominion, right? Dinosaurs have taken over. Yeah. Right? As they were We're like, what are we going to do? They're, they're, nobody knows how to kill these things, right? Everybody's like... How do we survive in a world with dinosaurs? All of a sudden, there's a knock on the door. It's like a hook hand. It's like a weird... It's made of like dinosaur bones, right? Like a hook hand. And we're like, what the heck is that? Samuel Jackson. He's like, you want to know who knows how to survive in a world with dinosaurs? I've been there for years. They just left him on that island. And he's just been surviving, right? I like to believe my favorite character, even as a kid, to tell you... I mean, how weird this is. Even as a kid, my favorite character in the Jurassic Park first movie is the clever girl guy. Clever girl. Shoot her! Yeah. (laughs) Dude, Dude, he's awesome, dude. They should have let him live. Dude. He should have turned and blown that raptor. Noble sacrifice, dude. He knows that he's going to die. And he tells that girl, he's like, I forget exactly what he says. He's like, you better get out of here. Yeah. And And look, he's he's got a Spass 12. We're talking worst case scenario buckshot, best case scenario slugs. That's killing her. The raptor's raptor. gone. Raptors don't have a head no more. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard is in it, who's directed the best episodes of uh, The Book of Boba Fett, which we'll talk about later. I didn't even know she had directed them. That was her. She directed that, that episode today. That's awesome. Um, Fantastic. This this product, this podcast could be titled two things. Steroids are um. Because that's what happens. Uh. <laughs> Next we have... Lightyear, or what I like to call hashtag not my buzz. I actually think it's gonna be good. Of course, he's not gonna be able to live up to the the man known Timothy Allen. As Timothy Allen. Here's the weird thing to me though. I thought they did it because they're like, Ugh, we hate you, Tim Allen, because you don't agree with everything we do. And but he just but got a Santa Claus Santa show. Claus show. So what 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 is this? I think they just want the kids to have a new. Uh, but it doesn't make sense either because people are like well he's playing the guy that the buzz toy is based off of and i'm like but in toy story it's like a regular world right like it's like the 90s andy's living in like a regular house with his regular mom and then they're like okay buzz you're gonna take this crystal into your spaceship that lets you slingshot around the sun it's like this wouldn't be like the 90s yeah yeah that doesn't make sense the whole uh star man song the trailer's good Mm mm-hmm I don't like seeing Buzz with hair. I never want to see, see that Buzz stuff. With doesn't hair. bother me. It, it, like it literally. I don't really like Chris Evans, but aside from that, uh, it made my skin crawl seeing Buzz with hair. Not a fan. Um, next, we have Mission Impossible Seven, and I think we all. <laughs> Why do they keep? I think we all have one question. How will Tom Cruise try to kill himself this time? <laughs> <laughs> Why do they keep making these movies? Because that's what it is, right? He's just yeah. like, he's like, guys, like, just imagine. Was the first one even good? I don't think so. The first one, I think, might be one. No, the second one's the worst. I like the third one. I like the fourth one. Let me let me give it to you plainly. If it starts with Mission Impossible, I don't like it. But you you don't even like the fourth one, Ghost Protocol. That's the one with uh, Jeremy Renner, where he climbs on the side of the building. 
No. I mean, Jeremy Renner was pretty good in it. What about the one where Carrie Russell's in it? You know Carrie Russell? Mm Mm-hmm. And she gets, like, the thing blown up in her brain, and, like, her eye just goes, like, bing. And you're like, why would you ever do that on film? Right. J.J. Abrams made that one. Not a fan. Um, What about... Well, J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams. And that... I forgot he existed. I think about him every day because I, uh, every night before I go to sleep, I go, because he ruined, what did you let him ruin Star Wars? I don't even think he ruined Star Wars so much as he like, he just kind of like, you know, even as a, not to interrupt you, even as a, not a big Star Wars fan, JJ Abrams, it's like they're given, they were given these iconic, everything about it is iconic. Mm -hmm. The creature, the species Mm -hmm. of the, you know, the humanoid species, the creatures, the the culture the society the mm-hmm. these are all every single subsect of these things are incredibly iconic mm-hmm. and he said no things and I, just yeah. pushed it all away what about an alien that's like slightly off color from a human color and they don't have a nose yeah <laughs> that's exactly what I, like yeah, and that's what I think makes... I think he just wanted to be revolutionary, and he wanted yeah. to be looked at like, he. how did he do what Lucas did again? Yeah, he's done it to Abrams. It's <laughs> like, hey, buddy, didn't happen. What stinks, too, is that I feel like he made some of the best Star Trek movies. Like, his Star Trek movies are good. And I yeah. was like, oh, these are awesome. And then, yeah, like, I, I never thought about it that way. I think you're right. I think he thought that it was like, well, I'll make my own name on this. Yeah. And... Yeah, like it was funny. He copied everything about the plot, but nothing about the about what made it. Yeah, like what the it atmosphere. There's nothing special about the plot, really. I mean, well, there's. I, I'm not saying it. It's it's the hero's journey. I was about to say it follows yeah, a very Joseph Campbell's hero's journey cliche, but, but um, I think they what made it iconic is what I'm saying. Just the fact that he he created this world where everything was um, unique and. And special to people, everything. Yeah. The, the like back characters, side characters, you know, this weird looking alien in the back. People remembered that stuff. And yeah. They, and, and they, they valued that stuff. And he thought he could do that again, I think. And he didn't at all. And I think it's why The Mandalorian is so good, is because they they've went, reverted back. Yeah. They were like, no, what about, you know, Twi'leks and Gamorreans mm-hmm. and Raincores? And like, dude, I was thinking about this the other day. Say what you want about Book of Boba Fett. Like I said, we'll talk about it later. When those huts showed up, I was like, this is the first time that huts have been in Star Wars since Disney took over. Like, yeah. what a massively iconic creature. Yeah. And Disney's like, oh, no. Um, but then, you know, then Ryan Johnson just like, like, yeah. J.J. Abrams kind of like, they tossed him the ball and J.J. Abrams kind of just tossed it in the air for a little yeah. bit and then kept dropping it. And then they tossed the ball to Ryan Johnson, and he like jabbed a sword into it and popped it, and then like yeah. lit it on fire and said, "No, you don't get it. The way I play the game is uh, that's the most intelligent way you could play the yeah. game." Yeah. And then poor J.J. Abrams had to like scoop up the ashes and try to like mold it back into a ball. Yeah, that's my analogy for Star Wars. That makes sense <laughs> to me. I mean, I, I haven't given much thought to the last three movies because they're just so bad to me. Yeah. See, I think Force Awakens, and I already, I'm already working on one of the episodes. I want to do is I want to pitch, not when I'm you know in a illness uh, fueled mad rage. Uh, I want to pitch like what I would have done with After... the Star Wars sequels. See, I've thought about it because I do think I I think that Force Awakens, even though it is very basic and even though it is very similar to New Hope, 
I think you can take that and make something good out of it. Yeah. Right? Um, but then Last Jedi just burned all that to the ground. And I think there's some things in The Last Jedi that are good. Like, there are a lot of... Like, I really like the whole, like, how he and Ray are connected, like, and they talk and stuff. I think that's really good. Um, that's about that's it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I a- like Kylo Ren turning on Snoke. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I thought that was really cool. I like... Um, I did like the fight with the guards until someone pointed out, like, watch it, actually. And there's, like, guards who, like, fall over on their own... Or like, <laughs> yeah. like there's even a part where like a guy has Kylo Ren and he like has a dagger on him and then Kylo Ren's like blocking it and it's like he would just put it in his other hand and then stab him with it. Yeah. Like, there's anyway, but uh, yeah, that's our thoughts on Mission Impossible Seven. Of course. <laughs> then we have. I've lost the list. It's gone away. No. Then we have. Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which all the behind the scenes stuff makes me real worried. This movie's gonna suck. Like, is Namor in that movie? See, that's the thing. We don't know. All we know about the movie is they've canceled production like five times. Um, Chadwick Boseman's brother is like just reca- He's like, Chadwick Boseman would have wanted you to recast Black yeah. Panther. And they're like, no, we're gonna honor his legacy or whatever, which I mean, that's a really tough situation. Um, For sure. You know, Whatever choice they made, there's upsides and downsides of it. I just hate it because I don't think this movie is going to be good just because of how much behind-the-scenes trouble they've had. And it's going to suck to be like, oh, man, this movie is dedicated to Chadwick Boseman. And then it's awful. Like, Yeah. I'd rather them just like, we're not going to make this one for a while and we'll work it out. Um, but I don't know. Any thoughts? None whatsoever. And then we have... What's the greatest movie of all time? The greatest movie Pretty of all time? Pretty easy answer. In my opinion? Tombstone. Wrong. Godfather. Avatar. <laughs> oh, gosh. Avatar 2. And I've I've written here, uh, the best thing about Avatar is the ride of Animal Kingdom. <laughs> and then, this is the most important thing. Do you think they'll get away with showing blue boobs again? Um, yeah. In a PG-13 movie. Because someone pointed out to me. She's just flashing the world. But somehow James Cameron was like, but they're alien boobs. <laughs> they're yeah. like, okay. <laughs> Gosh. Do you want to know another really weird thought? And kids, cut it off for a second. Mom, you may want to fast forward for a moment. So, in the movie, right? The way that they... Procreate. Have sex together. We were going to say procreate, is they but take I, their, have sex together. They take their braids, right? And they like yeah. stick their braids with each other. And then like they interconnect, right? Right. That is also how they ride the animals in their in their reality. So my question is, what's going on? <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? A little too close to nature. Like, but you don't. Do you, do you know I get what, what you're saying. Like, yes. I don't think they thought that would through too. Probably long. not. Like, or maybe James Cameron's like, I have a favorite it's dog. It's okay, right? Yeah. Like the hero did it. If Jake, if, if, <laughs> Look, if Sam Worthington will do it on if, film, if Jake Sully could do it, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, very odd. What a weird, weird, weird. But anyway, um, 
I think this movie is going to not do super well. Uh, Are you serious? Avatar, dude. I don't think so. I think Like financially? Here's my Isn't thing. Isn't it like the second highest grossing? It's the highest grossing movie of all time. But here's the thing people forget. It was a 3D movie, so people had to pay extra for it. The visuals were insane. People were like, oh, this... Like, I don't know. Here's the question I have. Someone asked me this one time. Do you know anyone who goes like, oh, dude, I got to watch Avatar tonight. Or, oh, dude, Avatar no. is my favorite movie. No. Like, it was like a big special effects reel, basically. And, it, like, it had a serviceable story, but it's just Pocahontas. And the Honest Trailer people, I think, do the best job of explaining it. Where they just say, trees good, military bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, no, it is Pocahontas. Think about it. He, oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, he sent. He falls in love with a native. Uh, procreates with a horse or two, and then you know, comes <laughs> back. The, yeah, but uh, yeah, I I just and I'm hoping I'm wrong. Apparently, James Cameron has been in a submarine filming the movie in the Mariana Trench or whatever <laughs> the last down there with Megatron's decades. corpse or whatever yeah. he's been doing. Uh, which I think this is just an excuse for James Cameron to be able to like write off a gigantic submarine on his like, <laughs> yeah. work expense. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they also filmed the whole thing underwater. So I'm very interested to see like. Uh, what? Yeah. Apparently they filmed it all underwater. How did the actor speak? Exactly. <laughs> what? It's a silent film. Uh it's basically a quest where Jake Sully is trying to find whatever. Have we he heard from Zoe Sald whatever or she's Gamora or Sam Worthington? Sam Worthington? Then? No. Are we sure that's her? Maybe they're they drowned. I think the movies are romantic. Filming. I think the movies are romantic comedy where Jake Sully's just got his braid out and he's just swimming into the abyss <laughs> and whatever it'll connect to. He's oh like, my gosh. <laughs> he's just got his braid, and then it becomes a horror movie when he finds some jellyfish. Dude, my gosh, that would be rough. Cthulhu's down there, Jake Sully's like, oh no, he's just trying to to kick off. Do you know, apparently, that Kirsten Stewart underwater horror movie, remember that? that Yeah. That was about Cthulhu? Yeah, I've heard that. At the end of the movie, it was all of a sudden just like, and Cthulhu's here. Like, holy crap. Like... Why didn't you market this? That's as a, like that'd be like if you're watching Jaws and after they blow up the shark, just Cthulhu's head yeah, rises yeah, up out of the depths. Tentacles just coming up. Um, but yeah, and then finally we have uh, Morbius, which I just simply put will be trash. Sucks. Yeah, yeah I'm not excited. Basically, at all. everybody's favorite actor Jared Leto <laughs> with everybody's favorite comic character Morbius <laughs> from everybody's favorite movie studio Sony. <laughs> Oh, what a what a three piece combo! Uh, what an incredible uh, you know performance! Don't forget your sauce, kids. <laughs> oh no! Um, oh, I'm so worried they're gonna put Andrew Garfield in it. It's gonna be like, no, see, you gotta come see yeah. Andrew Garfield. Hey, look, T- Tom Hardy and Andrew Garfield are gonna make appearances. Please, <laughs> Tom Hardy's like smoking in the corner. <laughs> No, that's Tom Holland. That's what I was thinking of. Tom Holland's like smoking in the corner. Like, I'm, a, I'm a big boy now. Yeah. He's like putting in a dip, drinking a beer. I feel like. He's trying to prove something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Buying a lottery ticket. Good grief. Um, so, yeah, that's everything we have to look forward to in 2022. That's all. I mean, for me, Any none of that was even on my list. <laughs> I think the Batman. 
Yeah. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse are for sure hits. Um, yeah, I agree. I think... I mean, I, no, I don't agree. I agree with Batman. I hope that... Uh, I think the Northman will be great. Northman will be good. I think the unbearable weight of massive talent will be good. Uh, so do I. Um, Avatar 2. If Could not, be good. If nothing else, it's going to do you know wonders for the braided hair market. Right. Um, but yeah, and then of course, everyone's favorite, The Lost City. <laughs> yeah, that's where we're all tuning in for. So, um, and before we close this out, we have our, you know, we've done such a good job of keeping up with this. Our second installment of, what are you doing in that desert, Boba Fett? Right. You should get out of there. Uh, so we've, let's see, we're in episode five. Mm-hmm. Right? We're recording this Wednesday, so episode five has just come out. Right. What are your thoughts on the book of the Boba Fett? As a whole? Or this so episode? So far. We'll say before this episode. Very bad. You think so? And aspects that were cool for moments. And when I say moments, I mean seconds. <laughs> oh, Boba Fett's on screen. Oh. Yeah, Boba, oh, Boba Fett's here. Oh, wait, he's the intergalactic Mother Teresa now. So, I mean, I don't understand what I'm supposed <laughs> to get out of this. those Tusken Raiders. I'm saying everything, though. But everything's that way. <laughs> it's like, what made Boba Fett special, I think, to people was the mystery of, and like, if the gunslinger... Which now, like, the Mandalorian's taken that. Right, but position. what I'm saying is, like, the, the mystery, the gunslinger. But the Mandalorian's fleshed out now, and we yep. know more about him as a character. I'm saying, like, you saw that guy, and you're like, dang, I wonder how many, you know, what he's been through. And But obviously, he's been through it all, and his armor's all battered, but he's mm. still here. And the version of him we got could not be further from what I imagined. Yeah, and I hate it because I love, I, I don't think the show is horrible. Mm-hmm. I think episode two is horrible. Yeah. But uh, I think... I really like the actor. Yeah. And he seems super like invested in the character. I liked episode three a lot. Um, Mr. Morrison. I don't know how to pronounce his first name. I think episode three is the one with the horrible mopeds and stuff. Yeah, I'm not sure. Episode two, I think, is the good one because that's the one with the train. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know how to pronounce his first name, but Mr. Morrison. The guy that plays both. I think he's a really good actor. Yeah. And um, I loved him as Django Fett. I think that yeah. fit him much better than Boba Fett. Obviously, they have to be the same person because he's a clone. Yeah. But he doesn't act anything like Django Fett. And that's what I get what they're going for. I get they're trying to be like, oh, the being with the Tuscans changed him. Mm-hmm. And if you were. See, but this is. But he was with them for five years. Yeah. What I'm saying is, I wonder if you were an exact genetic copy of someone, how similar you would be. Like. Well, that's what the Clone Wars is kind of about, the show. Yeah. Right. Because there's a lot of clones, and like one of them, like, you know, defects from the army and marries. Right. The yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But, but what I'm saying is, I just think they went way too far to the side of being nice now. He is way too nice. Like that. Yeah. I, I get that, like, he has a code. You know, he's got a mm-hmm. code of honor and stuff. But, like, also, he's, I guess, just doesn't care at all about the fact that, um, was Django a legit Mandalorian? See, they go back and forth on it because... Well, he did. He took his helmet off, so he's not a traditional... But that's only the Death Watch, apparently. Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah. That's like their weird sect. Which I'm happy that now... Well, we'll get to episode five. Yeah. Overall, as a show, I don't think it's been good. I think the Wookiee guy's cool. Uh, 
Black Chrysanthemum. Yeah, he's really cool. That was a cool scene where he grabbed Boba out of the thing. That yeah. was awesome. Until I'm, the West Side Story gang showed up yeah. and like snapping as they were approaching. <laughs> like, yeah. we're and the Gamorreans have been cool. Oh, that was all dude when when Black Chrysanthemum was fighting the Gamorreans, yeah. I was like, This is awesome. I like Phoenix Shan. I like her a lot, yeah. Especially that lady's sixty years old. And she, are you serious? Yeah. That's insane. She's actually super believable. Yeah, and she's awesome. I never doubt it. Like I'm, there's nothing she does where I'm like, come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I believe it all. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think other than the swoop back gang or whatever, I, I like all the characters. It's kind of like Gina Corona beating up Pedro Pascal. Yeah. It's no, like, like she would. She would, yeah. 100% and would. I, and not let her beat me up. Yeah. Look, if she wants to put me in a triangle. I'd say, I'm I'd cool. say, oh no, I'm resisting arrest. Please. <laughs> no, but. Uh, not a double leg. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I. It's definitely not as good as it could have been. I do feel, and, I, and the one thing that gives me hope is in episode four, he says the thing about, I'm fully healed, right? Yeah, so, so maybe like, now he's going to start putting them on. Yeah, he'll be just like killing people left and right yeah. now, which will be cool. And I understand, like here's the thing, I don't need a guy who's like, you know, drenched in blood and just everybody, <laughs> right, everybody yeah. but like I would like a guy who, you know, the fifth time somebody back talks him, he's like, well, yeah, kill you now. it's like after the third guy stabs <laughs> yeah. his daughter in the heart. <laughs> he's like, well, that's your problem. No, I have to. You can take action. Yeah, no, I have um, to do something. Um, but episode five, I think, Dude. was fantastic. But it's just yeah. an episode of the Mandalorian. Exactly. It literally was just because I thought, you know, at the end of episode four, I was like, oh, they've teased the Mandalorian. I wonder if he'll show up in episode five. And then it's like, here's the Mandalorian. Yeah. And then it's, I was like, well, he's going to Tatooine. He'll meet Boba Fett. Oh no, he's doing this other yeah, thing. He's building the ship. And then Boba Fett doesn't even show up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought the the whole uh dark saber Vizsla thing oh, was dude. super cool. I thought it was super sad, but super cool to him having to admit that he'd taken his helmet off. Dude, that part was awesome. When he's got the knife on the guy, and he just like he's like staring her down. Yeah, and then she's like, you know, you were sworn by Creed to, to you know, to and he's like, what can I do to atone? And oh man, yeah, man. That was... Somebody had this theory because you know she says, you know, you need to go into the what is it, the something mines, the of, living, the living waters, waters of the mines of Mandalore. Or, yeah. And he says, you know, they're all dried out. And she's like, this is the way. Basically being like, well, yeah, whatever. I wonder, because they keep talking about the mythosaur, the mythosaur. Well, they're, they don't, they're extinct. They don't exist yeah. anymore. Dude, what if he goes down into those mines and there's a freaking mythosaur down <laughs> That'd be there? crazy. Um, that'd be awesome. But uh, I like everything with the Darksaber. I really liked how they're doing like, because uh, apparently in the lore, and that's, this is what I love about Dave Filoni and uh, uh, John Favreau. Mm-hmm. Is that they take things from everything, right? Yeah. So, like in the animated show, apparently they talked about how there's something about the dark saber that you have to atone with it, and then you can use it to its full extent. Otherwise, yeah, it will weigh you down. And so, I like that. You know, realistically, Jedi, you know, they can and Sith, they can sense this thing all the time and all this stuff. So when you're swinging this thing around, no matter how good you are, if it literally touches your skin for a second, it just melts yeah. your, everything it touches. So I thought that was cool. And then what a stark contrast to. Of Boba Fett, you know, and it's sad who's t- like, you know, talking everything through. And Mandalorian's like, I can bring you in warm, I can bring yeah. you in cold. And then literally lops the guy in half. Yeah. That was awesome. And Boba Fett would have been like, Sir, <laughs> please. Can I have your bounty? Sir, I have a Taco Bell gift card here yeah, that I will give you. And then, like, when the lady's like, sit down and have a bite with us or something, he's like, I'm not going to do that. And yeah. She's like, okay, fine, fine. Um, but yeah, I. And Boba Fett would have been like, are you sure you don't want to serve? <laughs> yeah. You don't want me to serve you the food? Um, uh, 
I got super nervous when they're like, give us all your weapons. They're like, here's my people's greatest symbol of power. Yeah. Uh, I was like, Dude, don't leave you that are, with the TSA. Yeah, <laughs> small robot, you are now the leader of Mandalore. Yeah, here's. Well, uh, what is it? Captain Rex from Star Tours at Disney World? Yeah. Like, finally. Um, I liked the little part with the Rodian kid. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Because, uh, and then, dude, like I said, them bringing stuff from everything. They brought in the BD droid from the game, Fallen Order. Yeah. That little droid that walks on two legs and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. And then the other thing, too, that I love is, man, the sequel movies are so much like, we don't talk about the prequels. The prequels don't exist. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They suck. And then I feel like the Mandalorian stuff is like, here's the spaceship from Star Wars yeah. Episode One that is awesome. And now you're going to go fly it through the canyon from the pod race yeah. in Episode One. And then he gets out. And I, I didn't even notice this. When he gets out, she's like, well, how was it? And he goes, wizard. That's like apparently one of the kids in episode one when Anakin wins the pod race. He goes, wizard. <laughs> this, I can tell you that like Dave Filoni, when he was pitching this, was probably like looking Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> just, just cold staring. Yeah. He's like, George. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And uh, then, yeah, like just. I think it's really good. Um, I love that ship, the Naboo yeah. cruiser he has now. Which it, what this episode also made me think of is why is there not? Why has no one been like, we need to make some money off of a Star Wars style like GTA Five game, dude? Oh my gosh, because they could do it so easily. Yes, like and then yeah, because like modding your ships and stuff. Yeah, and, and not only that, like uh, they've shown all the little games you can play yep. and like things of that nature. Oh, dude, that would you could be... You go from planet to planet, stuff like that. It would awesome. be awesome. And but then, they don't care enough. The only thing I didn't like was that lady's like, I've dated a Jawa. And I was like, I don't want to think about yeah, that. Excuse me, ma'am. Jake Sully's in the corner with his brain. being like, <laughs> how hairy are we talking? <laughs> they got these uh, antennas coming out of them? <laughs> yeah, hairy enough to interlace with this. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, could you imagine a Joss Whedon directed Avatar movie? Like, oh, golly. God. Uh, anyway. It'd just be like, uh, for your character development, Mr. Worthington, I'm going to need you to stand naked in front of me for hours. <laughs> it's like, for your character development, Mr. Do you have like a wife or a girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> what a monster. Truly. Um, anyway. So, yeah. I'm super pumped. I feel bad that the thing I'm most excited for now in this Boba Fett show is The Mandalorian. But he's like, I have to go see the Foundling. I'm like, so Luke Skywalker is right. going to be there. Um, What's the super old guy in Avatar? Oh, the guy with the scars on yeah. his face and stuff. I, I can see him name. and Josh Wade and get an argument and him being like, I know English isn't your first language. Yeah. And he's like, I'm killing you. But yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, no, but I, I'm super pumped. I want to see Din Djarin fight with like Black Chrysanthemum. Dude. Somebody had a theory. So Black Chrysanthemum, right? It was, was kind of out of nowhere that he like, a, which if you know, if you know the backstories and stuff, um, it was it, to a random viewer. It would be kind of weird. Like, why did he attack these Trandoshans? Yeah. Remember? Well, they say something about him killing one. Yeah. Boba Fett does. Well, what I mean is like, because the Trandoshans enslaved the Wookiees. Oh, and stuff. yeah. yeah. Um, somebody said, what if? Because the rumor is that this final few episodes is going to just be like a smorgasbord of like Star Wars bounty hunters and stuff like that. Like Bosk is going to be in. The Trandoshans are like, hey, this guy beat us up. We need. And then Bosk comes in and says, look, look here, you're a new uh, newcomer. Dude, I want. Dude, just imagine. 
these like weird fish people show up and they've got their army and they're like, oh, we're to take your castle. And then Boba Fett is like, I don't think so. And like the door to the Jabba's palace opens. You got Din Djarin. You got Cad Bane. You got uh, Dingar, Bosk. Bosk Black is cutting Black Chrysanthemum's head off. He's like, <laughs> um, oh man, that would be so cool. Get that another one awesome. of those IG droids. Get IG-88 yeah. in there. That would be awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I'm much more excited now, which I'm, I never was just like, Ugh. like I was always super pumped to watch. Most episodes I stayed up to like three to watch. Yeah. But now I'm like, heck freaking yeah, yeah. dude. Um, but yeah, so that, that has been, get out of that desert. Boba Fett. Come on, get out. Maybe that was another reason the episode was so good too. Cause I was so sick of seeing Tatooine that it's like, now we're on Halo basically. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh. We hope you all have enjoyed this episode about steroids. Steroids. Um, Twenty twenty two. The Skarsgård family. The book of Dinjarin. The Skarsgård family. Uh, James Cameron's weird sexual fantasies. Yeah. Uh, just all sorts of stuff. But um, <clears throat> we would say goodbye. But that means it's over. It means it's over. And it's never over here. I say that first. You miss one episode and you get that out. Look, dude. Out of whack. It is what it is. Which, uh, I, should I do a tease for next week, I guess? No. No tease. Sorry. Get or if you yourself. want to, sure. Which, if you have an idea for, if you have a pitch for an episode, let us know and we'll do it. As long as we it's will. a good one. Um, and then also, let us know what movie you're most excited about for 2022. Is it the, the, the Batman? Is it Morbius? Mm. Is it The Lost City? Let us know. If so, please tell us what that's what, about. What is it about? Yeah. yeah. Um, but once again, as we always do, outro again. <laughs> right. We would say goodbye, but goodbye means it's over. It's never over. See ya. See you later, kids. Nailed it. <laughs> Jake Sully, what are you doing in here? <laughs> please. Jake Sully, put the brain down. I almost pressed shut down on my computer instead of pause. Like, just, oh my god.